0: The offense, the Atlanta Falcons offense is flowing through Bijan Robinson. It's flowing through this man, Drake London, and we assume Kyle Pitts as well. This is what we wanted to hear. This is exactly what we've been waiting for. The fantasy football show begins right now. Live from the Fantasy Football Show.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the
1: Fantasy Football Show.com news desk, here is your breaking news.
0: What do we say? We were waiting for some sort of clip, some sort of piece of news, something that would ignite Bijan Robinson faith again, that that Raheem Morris, this defensive-minded signing, was going to potentially upset us because what if they just do the same thing over and over? But what did your boy tell you? The moment we hear one single whisper come out of Raheem Morris's mouth or Zach Robinson, the new offensive coordinator, mind you. One little whisper, one little whisper, Bijan Robinson whisperer is what we call both these men. The moment they say Bijan, <laughs> we would absolutely Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't have the camera set up rightly. Uh the, the uh the moment we said there we go. The moment we heard word Bijan come out of these coaches' mouths, we said we would rise. We would rise because finally some intelligent men decided to command the room and say, let's put our best player on the field. News today suggests this very thing. This report right here, Atlanta Falcons head coach Raheem Morris had two players the offense, said two players the offense would flow through. Bijan Robinson and Drake London fantasy football teams rejoice. He didn't have to say this. He did not have to say this. Raheem Morris did not. No, these, these two beautiful men right here, one named Raheem Morris, one named Zach Robinson, they did not need to. Here's a picture from uh, Adam Schefter, a retweet from the Atlanta Falcons. RGM, our, our coach. I'm sorry, that's the GM and the coach. My bad. <laughs> I got a little excited. I got a little excited. Raheem Morris and... Zach Robinson are taking this offense to the freaking moon. Where is my picture of Zach Robinson and Raheem Morris? That was not it. Anyway, I digress. I am here to tell you this is not the same thing. This is not a rinse and repeat of what we saw. In twenty twenty-three, Arthur Smith completely misusing the hell out of the entire offense, but especially Bijan Robinson. This is not the same. I know a lot of you thought maybe it could be. Some of you thought Raheem Morris maybe didn't know offense, and you thought the moment Raheem Morris was was hired as head coach, we had everybody and their mother come in and Monday morning quarterback. That that little thing. And said, Well, you know what, Smitty? If he doesn't know offense, if he's a defensive minded guy coming over from LA, who's to say they aren't going to misuse Bijan? I don't know if I like this signing. But not me. I was here bright and early. I was here from the minute Raheem Morris was signed. And I said, Have faith. This will be an amazing signing. Do it live, do it well. Tell me somebody else that came in firing off the boss horn, telling you that Raheem Morris was the best news we could have got and to wait. The worst news would have been Bill Belichick. And all the Bill Belichick believers out there, you could come in with your, 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 you know, your know, tough, tough guy comments later and say, Err, I so good, Smitty. How could you say that? We would have been so much better. Raheem Morris does this. Raheem Morris doesn't know this. Raheem Morris this. Raheem Morris that. It's not just about Raheem Morris. What I said the moment Raheem Morris was brought in, that it's about the OC. And we knew for almost a fact that the Zach Morris, Raheem Morris era as really one head coach you could look at it like because it's defensive coordinator and it's it's offensive well it's qb coach in la coming over to now boc it was a marriage made in heaven it was a man that helped architect the puka nakua cooper cup matthew stafford kyron williams 2023 situation and now we have that situation in atlanta The man that architected, Puka Nakua, helped architect to a big degree because he's the QB coach. He was the quarterback coach. This man helped architect Puka, Cooper Cup, and all the passes going to Kyron, not to mention for everybody saying, well, what if he doesn't want to use one running back? I'm just a petrified, I'm just a petrified Peter Smitty. I'm scared of a scared Scott. I'm a scared Scott. What did your boy say? Give me your hand. I'll hold your hand, Bob, until you're Scott or whoever, until you're ready, until the news breaks. I'll hold your hand through this moment because what you're going to hear soon is a report, which we just got. Where's that? Where's that report? Where'd I? <laughs> My whole screen is just jacked up. Where is it? at? Here it is. This report. Atlanta Falcons head coach Raheem Morris had two players. The offense will flow through Bijan Robinson and Drake London. There it is. We're going to hear more about this. We're going to hear more reports on this. We're going to hear a whole lot of we're going to feed Bijan Robinson. Raheem Morris knows he needs to feed Bijan. And what did I say? The moment we even sniffed word that Raheem Morris was going to be the new OC in Atlanta. What do we say? This man's used to one running back. You could say, Smitty, he's not the running back coach. He's the quarterback coordinator, right? He's the quarterback coordinator. How do we know what he's going to use in terms of RBs, Smitty? Because he had to design his entire passing attack, which very much included Kyron Williams. He had to design it all for one running back. He was constantly using one running back. Their system in LA used one running back. Doesn't matter if he wasn't the QB coach. He was the QB coordinator and this man had the ability to use One running back, his entirety of the 2023 massive monstrosity of an amazing freaking season. And guess what he's going to do probably most certainly in this Atlanta Falcons situation? Plug and play. Bijan Robinson. Not to mention, I believe in Zach Robinson. I believe in Zach Robinson. I believe Zach Robinson has the absolute ability to turn Bijan Robinson into the number one overall producing Player in the National Football League this season. Am I telling you to draft him number one? No, because we don't have to. But I believe this man, Bijan, who this news could potentially, and it's not the craziest news, it's not widespread. Not everybody's reporting on it. Not everybody's saying, hey, Raheem Morris is talking up London and Bijan. This is what we needed to hear. This is what I told you you needed to hear. The moment you heard it, I said, be prepared. He climbs from six, seven to maybe four, five. But he's still not climbing to one, he's still not climbing to two. He's probably not climbing above the top two wide receivers. We'll say it's it's Lamb, maybe even Hill, Hill, Lamb, and JJ. And then you've got Christian McCaffrey. You're talking about four, five, six being very safe, a very safe place to draft Bijan Robinson. And these two gentlemen, the GM and the head coach. I'm sorry I said one of them was was Raheem Morris, Raheem Morris, his beautiful pictures right here, we got Raheem Morris's beautiful picture right here, get to know it, get to know it, this man's beautiful face, Raheem Morris, you got the entirety of the situation sitting right in front of you, you know who this picture is, you know what this picture is, this is of Adam Peters, where are we going, where are we going, why is my screen frozen, can you guys see everything, Can you guys see what I can't see? What is going on here? Why is my system freezing? It's all over the place. Oh. It's showing the Atlanta Falcons image, isn't it? What is going on here? I'm trying to show the Adam Peters image. Where is it? I don't see it. It's not showing up. Anyway. I'm trying, to give you, I'm trying to give you pictures of all these guys so you can get to know their beautiful mugs. I got an Adam Peters image right here. This right here should still be on screen. My, my screen's frozen. I believe I have, you'll have to tell me, I believe I have the GM and Raheem Morse. I believe I have the Atlanta Falcon picture up right now. You'll have to tell me what you see. What do you see in front of you? I'm restarting a couple app applications. I hope I don't have to restart my system. I'm not restarting my system because then I'll have to end the live stream. But I think that uh, I th- my screen's frozen. Okay, I'm caught up on the live stream. Okay, yeah, yeah. Atlanta Falcons image right here. Let me restart a couple things. Uh, if you want to know what the uh, the mastermind Adam Peters looks like, he is right here. GM Adam Peters. This is Cliff Kingsbury. This is uh, Dan Quinn. This is your tripod coaching staff over in Washington. This is your 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 dog, your absolute monster double decker. Right here, your your absolute I think gem of a duo in Atlanta. This is your boy Zach Robinson. This is your boy Raheem Morris. These guys are taking the, this this quad right here. They're taking both their teams to the promised land through a nice blueprint that is very very similar. Do you notice something very similar about this situation? I see a defensive coach right here. I see a defensive coach right here. I see a mastermind. In Cliff Kingsbury for the offense. I see a mastermind in Zach Robinson for the offense. I see a mastermind GM in Adam Peters over in Washington. And I didn't put the, the Atlanta Falcon GM here. Well you get you get the point. Here he is right there. There he is right there. It came back. Okay, now I see everything. Perfect. Perfect. This is the graphic I think I was showing you a minute ago. There we go. Drake London, B. John Robinson. These are the, the the offense is flowing and running through these two right here. Uh, let's see if I've got any other news here. Lev Bell's trying to come back to play football in the NFL. Uh, this, this is from Adam Schefter. Lev Bell, who hasn't played in the NFL since 2021, this is like this is like when cold, when the pandemic was still like in full effect, and has embarked he embarked on a boxing career recently. Very bad boxer, I might add. Uh, expresses intentions for the NFL. Return in a series of Snapchat videos on Friday. Someone said something about he he wants to only return if he can return to the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers. He wants to go play in the worst possible running back situation in the National Football League. Now, maybe, maybe Arthur Smith, like we said, there's a world where he could be dialed back. And and he's not head coach anymore, so we can't screw up all these other things. But maybe they focus with him, and they're able to run the game, run the, have a good run game because he can't architect a good plays. He's a horrible personnel decision maker. And this guy wants to go muddy up the 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 pecking order in in Pittsburgh. Like, not to mention he's he's thirty two years old, I believe. Ziggy, how old is Le'Veon Bell? Le'Veon Bell is thirty one years old. And was born on February 18th, 1992. Yeah, so February, that means he, February 18th, he's coming up on 30, his 32nd birthday. He'll, Ziggy off. He'll be 32. There's no shot in hell. Anybody wants this man uh, lining up as the running back in the NFL. So good riddance. I mean, everybody wants something. I want to play in the NFL. What if I said, hey, I want to play in the NFL. What if Smitty said, you know what? I decided I'm going to try out for the NFL. Does that make me? Does that make me a pony? If I want to be a pony, can I be a pony? If I want to be an NFL running back, can I be an NFL running back? Le'Veon Bell, grow up. Go back to boxing. You can't have what you want half the time. I don't understand. Uh, Roger Goodell says that the field is softer than the 49ers are used to, but it was approved in unanimous fashion. This was... In response to the the Niners being very very unhappy with their field conditions, their practice field conditions, whereas the the, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are said to have this glorious field. Now, some of this is like I don't know a, a little bit of an exaggeration. I think based on oh the the team, the league, uh, everything's going to be catered toward the KC Chiefs, and they won't fix the Niners field, but they'll fix. Look, the Chiefs have the the advantage, right? home field advantage, so to speak. So, like, they have, they I believe they have the, the, the road here. They don't have to give up or surrender anything um, in relation to that. So, they, this, the Chiefs decided they want to keep it the way they're doing. They want to focus on what they're doing. And I think people are blowing a little bit out of proportion. But 49ers are concerned about the Super Bowl practice fields in Las Vegas um, that have been li- uh, likened to sponges. It feels like they're walking on a sponge, which is concerning, but there's not much, you know, you can do. Maybe they need to look at who's approving these things. Because if it is really that bad, I, I think Shanahan won't let his team practice on it. If it's just something where they're just not super happy, there's something about some seams weren't put together, that's different. But if it's actually the the material uh, is in a way that's going to injure somebody, then we have a problem. So I, I guess... I think some of it's being blown out of proportion, but I'm not there. So I can't step on the field. We'll see what the players say. If it's dangerous, you can bet that the Niners won't practice on it. They'll figure something else out um, or they'll have it re-looked at and somebody will say, yeah, this is not good and they'll fix it. They'll, They'll start working on that ASAP. I don't know. I'm not sure. I know that there's a lot being made of it and we're not really too sure because we're not there. We're just going off what we're hearing, but I'll have more information if that becomes available. Uh, but yeah guys I I I think the moral of this story here is that B. John Robinson's going to the moon. B. John Robinson and his absolutely glorious Dublé coaching staff uh uh magicians right here and Zach Robinson and Raheem Morris are taking not only Drake London, not only Kyle Pitts, but especially B. John Robinson to the moon at their position in fantasy football we're talking about a, a a Kyle Pitts resurgence potentially to the tune of maybe a top five tight end again maybe Kyle Pitts becomes a regular top five tight end maybe maybe Zach Morris helps command this offense in such a way that Drake London's the new Puka Nakua And keep in mind, they still got to address the wide receiver position, so they're most certainly going to delve into that rookie class a little bit. It wouldn't be crazy or out of pocket for this team to go after, wrong button, for this team to go after, I don't know, Roma Dunze at this number eight overall. It's certainly a possibility, but what they need to do is focus on QB. However, you can address QB through Justin Fields. You can address QB through Russell Wilson should he get cut by the Denver Broncos or some sort of trade be made there are there are ways to address that and then all of a sudden you get to use this number eight overall pick on a much needed position you do need another wide receiver this is not where you go you have Pitts and in London so you're good to go you need desperately a wide receiver too and this is a Zach Morris offense so it's probably going to want more arsenal bro I'm thinking that the, the Dunze or someone like that. Neighbors, let's say Neighbors fell. It's in the cards. It's in the cards, but you'd have to solve the QB problem without using the 8-pick and Fields can get it done. We're talking about Fields being available for a second-round pick potentially. That is what the asking price appears to be. If the Atlanta Falcons could use a second-round pick, hell, I'd give multiple second-round picks. Don't tell anybody. I'd give multiple second-round picks multiple second round picks up to get Fields from Chicago in Atlanta then draft a Dunze and guess where you're at you're in glory land near immediately in you're in gloryville we need to have a, a graphic for gloryville <laughs> when somebody enters gloryville it's just fireworks going off rockets everywhere absolute straight glory you are entering Gloryville. The moment you solve your quarterback problem via Fields with a second—I mean, look—Russell Wilson's not my favorite quarterback in the world by any means. He's barely a top eight to ten quarterback, Out to eight to twelve, maybe not even, maybe not even top ten. But you give that kind of quarterback to the Falcons; it's all we need, you know. And, and look at Stafford. If you think Raheem Morris can't get. Well, Zach Robinson can't get nearly the same kind of effect going on. Like Stafford was was not a cooked, he was not cooked a cooked player necessarily walking into last year, but he did not have the feel that he had during the season. It was very much something that that Raheem Morris, uh, I'm sorry, keep saying Raheem Morris, Zach Robinson pulled out of him. And, and this whole entire McVay, I mean, got to give McVay credit. It's not all Zach Robinson, but Zach Robinson had a lot to do with it. He was a QB coordinator. He was a QB coach. And, and so I kind of I kind of feel like maybe Russell Wilson, who's got the talent, he's got the touch. We know he has the, the actual physical skills. It's more about mental for me, for, for Russell Wilson. But if anybody could get him on track and playing like, Maybe we expected him. No one expected top five quarterback numbers in Den- Denver when he first arrived. But we all thought this is a seven to, to eight quarterback, you know, in in, a, in the NFL. And then he's not even top ten. He's been garbage. You know, he played well at times, and he started to get going. And then the team asked him or uh, 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 approached him and said, "Hey, hey, uh, Russell Wilson, want you while you're getting your groove on? While you're looking pretty good, by the way, you're making a comeback. The season's going good." by the way, if you get hurt, we're not, we're not wanting to pay you. Can you, can you re, can we redo that part of your contract? And he's like, like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, I'm just getting going. Things are good. And, and this team approaches me with, Hey, you're doing really good right now. You really turn it around, but if you don't redo your contract, we're going to sit you in the middle of your resurgence. It was not a good conducive environment for a, a player to succeed. So we can blame Russell Wilson for sure. We can say Russell Wilson's got a lot of work to do. We can say Russell Wilson will never return to top five quarterback form. And he once was a top five to six quarterback, no doubt about it. If anybody doesn't remember that, they're remembering a very foggy you know, history. But would he be that in Atlanta? No, but if you saw Stafford become what he became, Who's to say that Zach Robinson can't get that out of Russell Wilson? So Russell Wilson Atlanta, Fields in Atlanta, or one of these rookie QBs. And 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 dare I also say JD5 could be potentially, potentially in the mix here because what if what if one of these teams, Washington or New England, solved their quarterback problem via Fields, via cousins? Via something else, and they get to use the pick on Marvin Harrison Jr., which I want him to go to Arizona. But just follow me real quickly on the on the the flow. If it went, let's say Caleb, and it went, let's say Drake May. I think JD Five seems more like an Adam Peters guy, um, and I think JD Five feels like a, a definitely feels like a a Kingsbury guy. But Kingsbury, you could fit a lot of quarterbacks into. You could say Drake May is a good Kingsbury guy. Um, a lot of quarterbacks could fit what Kingsbury does. He, he has an air assault. It's just a, you know, but he loves. He's just good with running quarterbacks. He's, good with, he's very good with running quarterbacks. Look at the look at the QBs that that Kingsbury's dealt with. He's coached four freaking four Heisman Trophy quarterbacks and Patrick Mahomes. Everybody rips on Kingsbury. Doesn't know what they're talking about. Caleb Williams. He just coached him. That's, there's a lot of buzz about Caleb. Maybe. The Washington Commanders somehow landing the number one overall pick. Or let's say the entire world is shocked and the Chicago Bears end up selecting Drake May, which you think is crazy now right Right this second probably, or some of you do. But I'm promising you there is a world where that exists. Because every year, every other year at least, 11th hour, things change. Really weird quarterback things change. So Drake May going one wouldn't shock me at the end of the day after after pro days and such, but you know, if Caleb is still a consensus one, they would want to swap picks. So Washington would say, I don't know if they want Caleb. They want to trade down, but they don't want to risk it. And so they say, okay, we'll swap picks. We'll give you this. Um, so Washington could draft Caleb at one and Drake may could go to the bears, or let's just say it went Caleb and and Drake made Washington. The reason I'm I'm painting this picture is we're trying to paint a world where JD5 falls. Uh, Niners says, Cliff is not all that. Well, that's your opinion, Niners. I completely disagree with you, obviously. Uh, That's neither here nor there, Niners, but I appreciate you. I know, I know. Get get your goggles back on, bro. Okay, Um, you're stepping out of your lane, bro, talking about non-Niners. Let's say New England solves this problem let's say they trade for justin fields or they sign kirk whatever they solve this problem without using it f- this pick for jd5 now you go through the cardinals maybe they take a, a you know let's just say they take a I, we don't even have to predict what they take if marvin harrison jr is gone and he goes to new england at three then who knows what the cardinals do they could take neighbors they could go a different way at that point they could trade down at that point i think they'll be heartbroken if marvin harrison jr isn't there and then you got the chargers you know who knows Who knows who Harbaugh is capable of? Maybe we've heard little whispers about what if they sent Herbert somewhere. I think I started those rumors on the last live stream because they said there's a a world where Harbaugh, because he's talking up McCarthy, says McCarthy's going number one overall. Now, I don't think that's happening. Um, I think that's a little bit of bias involved, but Harbaugh clearly, clearly, clearly loves McCarthy. So you never know. But, anyways, they're not going quarterback. And if they do, it's McCarthy. <laughs> okay. So we're, we're ruling JD5 out of going to the Chargers. The Giants, they got like 60 something million in dead cap tied into Danny Dimes' contract. I don't think they can do that. T- Tennessee's going to roll with uh, Levis. Now, a team could right here trade into this five, six, seven. To land JD5, that is certainly possible. So the Vikings, the Broncos, the the Raiders, the Saints, the Seattle Seahawks, and they would be smart to trade into the 5-6-7 ahead of Atlanta to take JD5. But again, in this scenario, only one of the quarterbacks doesn't go to Chicago, Washington, or New England. In this example, I'm saying that New England trades for Fields, or they bring Cousins, or they solve it, and they take Marvin Harrison Jr., and then the Cardinals do whatever. Uh, I'm heartbroken because I'm a Cardinals fan, but I'm just trying to paint this picture for you. You literally get J.D. 5 to drop to 8. If no one trades for five, six, seven to take J.D. 5, J.D. 5 falls number 8 to the Atlanta Falcons, and then we have J.D. 5. Bijan Robinson, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Glory, Gloryville. Yeah, buddy. That is a world that exists. It's it's a it's a wild one, but it is a, certainly a possibility for anybody that says how could JD Five fall. That's how he'd fall. Now, if JD Five. If the, if the New England Patriots do go quarterback at three, I believe it's J.D. 5. And I also want to be very, very clear that J.D. 5, that's his value now. J.D. 5 could climb to the number one overall spot. I don't think Chicago would take him. But if J.D. 5 became the consensus number one, they might move down to two and say, look, if we get tricked and Caleb goes one instead of J.D. 5, even though J.D. 5 is the new hype and everything. And I think that's what a, a pro day could do for J.D. 5. Just be patient. Just be patient. Everybody says it's not going to happen, not going to happen. Just be patient. JD5 is the best quarterback in this draft class. Maybe not everybody knows that yet, but your boy's telling you that it's true. JD5's a Saturn man for a reason. I, I don't just do this stuff lightly. The Saturn men. One small step for man. One giant. Saturn. For... Saturn. Space man. Okay, so... Anyway, J.D. 5 will probably climb, but he'll probably go to New England at 3 if May goes to Washington at 2. J.D. 5 could go to Washington at 2, then May would go 3 to New England, Caleb. In Either way, the likelihood, 80, 85%, 90% chance it's going to be in any order, Caleb, J.D. 5, Drake, May. That leaves Penix Jr. If he can climb his value up, everyone's saying he won't go in the first round. Buckle up, Buttercup. Buckle up and get ready for pro days to vault these guys' values up. Oh, Bo Nix and Penix look so bad at the senior, Bo Smitty. They fell under the third round. I don't know. Just wait. Do you think anybody... Does anybody at all remember... Let me just ask you a question, Bob. Does anybody out there remember... Uh, a senior bowl or January, February workouts or any sort of throwing drill or anything back last year in, in, in February. Does anybody remember in January, February, that workout or whatever we're talking about influence, anything in that, those two months influence, where we were talking about guys during their pro days, you know, Stroud at the combine, we're talking about Stroud. Uh, Bryce uh, uh, Bryce Young at the at the combine. We're talking about Bryce Young, Bo Nix, and and JD five are going to climb up boards. These Q these QB needy teams are not passing on at least one of those guys. So get ready, get ready. Um, that's all she wrote for the news today. Um. That means you can dial in, dial in, dial in to the show. Live call into from the, the show. Call, call, call into the show. Presented by Perps with the highest super chat of the year, 299. Ray G with the 250. Those are two unicorns, I might add. Ray G, you are a unicorn. Perps, you are a unicorn. Both of you are unicorns. He is a unicorn. Appreciate you, gentlemen. Uh, there's this news. Did that I that I, that I actually go over this one? Maybe I didn't. Um, this will make the first time that the NFL has ever played opening Friday. Yeah, this is going to be a, an interesting one. God, these overseas games. This will be Friday night that the Eagles are, are on opening weekend Friday night. It's just going to be crazy. So, Brazil. So, I, I hate these traveling games. I really do. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the traveling games. Um, let me see if I can read the report here. Monday night, Eagles. So, so this game will be in Brazil. It'll be Friday, just checking. Opening weekend, Friday. Uh, So Thursday Night Football will take place, and then Friday, Brazil. It'll be kind of cool to have a Friday game, but I don't love traveling. So anyway, I don't think the opponent's been announced, though. It's just going to be the Eagles versus somebody. Maybe versus themselves. Maybe, (laughs) Maybe this is a... A uh, 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 scrimmage against Sirianni's own mind, and they see if they feel. Look, I really think the Eagles are going to fix some things. We we talked a lot about um, the coaching changes over in Atlanta and how Zach Robinson and Raheem Morris are going to flip the script on this. We got Adam Peters as GM, and and Cliff Kingsbury, the magician. Everybody out there running their mouth about Kingsbury, you're going to have a rude awakening. And Dan Quinn, this magician, this this trio is fantastic, but what we haven't talked about is the replacement of the Eagles staff where you've got Fangio and you've got Kellen Moore coming over from once Dallas, potent offense, thought to be a lot responsible for that potency and what McCarthy took over. McCarthy tried to kind of destroy it. I know everybody thinks CeeDee Lamb had the best year ever he's ever had, so McCarthy's better than Kellen Moore. Uh, Don't be so quick to suggest that That is the case because McCarthy's idea was to run the damn ball. Remember his quote, we want to run the damn ball? That didn't work. So he backtracked, went back to Kellen Moore's potent passing attack. And Kellen Moore went over to L.A., didn't succeed there, but many, very few could. And so he was judged by many, but not by enough to go over and get another um, job. And so I'm really intrigued by what he's gonna do to this Philadelphia Eagle squad? Because Kellen Moore, I think, is gonna be able to rebound this situation. Uh, Theo, what's up, my guy? You're live. Um, what do you think
1: about Patrick Mahomes' dad getting a, getting arrested?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, his dad is uh, is definitely interesting. Um, there, the the thing that was more strange to me was when he was interviewed. And uh, is JD five a dual threat? Absolutely. When I saw um when I saw that interview he did or it was, I yeah it was an interview where they said is Patrick Mahomes the best the greatest quarterback of all time? Like I'm not saying he passed Brady yet in my mind, yeah. But if that's your son. Like, you think you would biasly answer that question. You know, how could you... It's not like he's an analyst. It's not like he's got to come out with some sort of, like, strong factual, you know, answer. Like, someone asks you, is your son the greatest quarterback of all time? And you say he damn well is. And they say, well, what about all the Super Bowls that Brady... Well, he'll get those, and and then you'll see you'll be on the same page. This guy listed off two quarterbacks that were greater than... I think he said Montana and Brady were still better than his son, and he didn't say anything like "Don't worry, it's coming." It was like a open ended, like yeah. I mean, he is—he hasn't passed those guys, like it. So, so he's a questionable character anyway, and goes out, gets arrested. I mean, there's there's no like like could it affect Mahomes? I don't think so, bro. This guy's got his wife in his ear constantly. Everybody knows how how annoying she is to the general population. Patrick and Mahomes' his his wife. His brother is an absolute, you know, distraction beyond all distractions. And he's been doing, you know, I guess you could say maybe some of that had to do with unraveling a little bit there in KC, but I don't think it did. Uh, you've got Taylor Swift and all that drama. This is, a, this is like keeping up with the Kardashians on the Kansas yeah. City Chiefs. They really should do their own show. They'd have, like, the wife section, the Swift, and the... They, they I wouldn't be surprised. I'm calling it here right now. I'm calling I'm calling my shot right here. The Kansas City Chiefs, like, they do some sort of Mahomes and Kelsey uh, and Swift, like, TV show. It's going to be like the Kardashians. And it's going to... Uh, they're going to do it. I, I can tell they're going to do it right now. It's a money-making thing. Everybody's going to watch it except for us. And then we'll see it anyway because all of our wives will have it on when we walk out to to get some you know to get a to get a drink break from watching the fantasy football show, but yeah I mean he's so he's so used to this that it's not going to affect him at all. But what a, what a crazy this is this is like America's quarterback like it's so weird like he's the golden boy for the NFL and he's got the the most drama around him. It's weird yeah it's weird his brother and his I've dad point, and he's the gold boy. boy he's a gold boy
1: like obviously super successful like. So sometimes it's hard to feel bad for him, but I don't think he wants any part in that what his family's doing. So it's like Yeah. Yeah.
0: What do you what do you think about uh um what do you think about Raheem Morris saying that the offense is gonna essentially be funneled through Bijan in, in London? It's great news, bro. It's exactly what we it's needed
1: really to good hear. News. Uh, I just I'm curious. Really curious on what they're going to do with that uh, their p- first round pick. Um, well, if the- it's going to be funneled through London, they probably won't take uh, neighbors or Rome.
0: Um, if they solve their quarterback problem, they will, but it, it, or they could, because re- you know it's a big need. It's probably one of their top four needs, top three or four needs. But it all comes down to quarterback. They they're hundred percent using the the number eight on a quarterback. But if they solve that problem, if they solve that problem via a Fields trade, via a Russell Wilson trade, or you know he gets released, whatever, they solve it. JD five falls
1: to eight. That'd be the perfect. Yeah, I just mapped. I just
0: mapped that out. It it, and JD five or Penix Jr. It those are fantastic. I don't care what anybody says. Penix Jr. at eight is a steal. I could care less yeah. what anybody else thinks. And Bo Nix is fa- he's fantastic at eight. I- I'm fine with that. Is there some risk involved with Bo Nix and Pennix Jr.? Sure. But, like, these are good quarterbacks. These are good quarterbacks. McCarthy at eight would be fine. I'd be, f- I'd be plenty happy with McCarthy at eight as well. And the-, the truth of the matter is he's climbing to potentially the two to three. So it wouldn't be crazy if McCarthy's value climbed – into the number 3 overall value and JD5 fell to number 8. But it also again I want to I want to preface that we're probably seeing JD5's value only climb. But if it doesn't, he'll 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 go to the Falcons at number 8. If if he climbs and that's going to bump not May down, it'll bump probably McCarthy, Penix Jr. um if JD5 goes 3 or 2 and May goes 2 or 3 and Caleb goes one, and that's the way it, it ends up happening. Then it's like it's you know McCarthy's going to climb up enough, I think, to <laughs> overtake Penix Jr. and Bo Nix. But the pro the pro days could change all that. Definitely could change all that. Penix Jr. people forget how good Penix Jr. is just because he struggled in a championship game against a Harbaugh defense. That uh, I think it was Ray G. that said it eloquently, <laughs> made everybody look amateur. So, this is ridiculous. The this, this guy's season he had that everybody was drooling over. It's just what you wash it away because of one game. People are so reactive. Knee-jerk reaction, bro. Reactive Roger. Just sitting what there. What do
1: you think of um, Daniel Jeremiah having uh, Rome as his number three player in the
0: class? I, I like I, I like a Dun- I like Adunze a lot. I think Adunze's landing spot will turn him into either the next Puka Nakua type of like value, or it could turn him into Jordan Addison. So Adun Adunze's that player that's going to float into a territory where I think a team that already has a wide receiver could take him. Um,
1: the yeah. Je- the Jets as a, really the Jets is an on, example. Uh, on Penix, which is. He knows pretty like a lot of what NFL teams are thinking, so I feel like Penix could definitely fall. Um, you know who? Are, you know where? I, I think he's a great talent. You know where I love he a
0: dude. You know where I love a Dunezay, bro. Indy. Indy, yeah,
1: that'd be perfect.
0: Yeah, but like, could could? Um, I'm not saying the New York Giants necessarily take him there. There, I'm just saying that kind of. When you get into this territory, which is where Doonesday is probably going, he's not going where neighbors and and Marvin Harrison Jr. are going. You just you have a little bit more risk of like situation could be a little bit iffy. Like Addison went to Minnesota, and it's like he'll never have a chance to really blossom to his full potential as a as a number one. If uh, if Doonesday went to the Giants, or I'm sorry, the Jets. And everyone can say that that's not going to happen, but they're very they're very interested in Devontae Adams a trade. I don't think Adams is going to get traded now. He'll be in. There'll be some convo about it, but I think he loves what's going on with Antonio Pierce and this this team. But he still loves Aaron Rodgers, so who knows that could happen. But if not, you know they're talking about trading for Devontae Adams. They most certainly might consider a Dunze. Uh, a Dunze at 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 eight to the Falcons would be another probably the most. The, the biggest scenario that, of what I'm talking about unfolding, because now you got London and uh, Adunze. What do you do? Like, from a fantasy perspective, it's kind of a, a tough spot because now London can't really flourish to his full potential, maybe because Adunze is so good. And Adunze, how is he going to be a top five wide receiver in the National Football League with London sitting there snacking all kinds of football? So, but wow, what an, what like, you have, even if you have Russell Wilson or, Kirk Cousins or you trade for Justin Fields and you take a Dunze or uh, our neighbors I mean if somehow he fell that would be amazing the The, the Atlanta Falcons situation is so easy to fix it's simple you trade for Justin Fields yeah. you give up you whatever if someone offers a second rounder you give up a second and a third someone offers a second and a third you give up a second and two thirds someone offers a second and two thirds you give someone two seconds and you just say F it It's worth it. Give me a quarterback that I believe I could, I'm Zach Robinson, turn into my Stafford with wheels, and I'll give up three second rounders if I have to. Don't tell anybody, but I'd give up a first rounder if I had to. I obviously don't have to according to the the value of all of the rumors right now. I mean, maybe it climbs into a conditional, like I said earlier. But good God, if, if 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 Fields goes for a second rounder, I give up a first. Don't tell anybody. I would, I would, I would. Yeah. And if and if even if it was a future for whatever, but but you only have to give up a second. I get it. No one has to, you know, treat me like a child. I get it. I'm just trying to, you know, point out my value of him. And you get Fields in this situation, and you still get to use this pick. I mean, come on! The Falcons are are the next turnaround team, and it's it's as easy to see coming as the Bengal turnaround, or the Detroit Lion turnaround, or the Houston Texans turnaround, which we talked about all the time on this channel before they all happened.
1: Or the Commander turnaround, but I also feel like it's weird because um, there's been news that like the Commanders didn't want Ben Johnson. Like I don't I don't know if I believe that. Well, they're
0: probably trying to make it look like our first choice was you, Cliff Kingsbury. But um, yeah. the reason I think that the Ben Johnson stuff started to fall through is he had a high, high contract demand that was ridiculous. That's one yeah, like angle. $15 million. And so he went away insulted. And he said that there's a bunch of basketball guys that think they know a whole lot about football. So he was very, very insulted. And he walked away. So it's very possible they made him an offer. They did make him an offer, apparently. I'm sorry. They they were tempted to make him an offer, I I believe. Um, When he gave his price tag... It it made them some sort of reaction, but it very well could have been that he turned it down because he didn't believe they knew what they were doing, which is what the, the narrative he tried to paint. But I'll caution people from sharing that viewpoint because whenever you go do something in life, like let's say interview for a job and they send you away and you're you're disappointed, you feel like they stepped on you a little bit, they didn't respect your resume or your skill set. What are you gonna do? Talk that business up. Are you really going gonna to talk a whole bunch of trash about them. You're not, yeah. not going to be like, yeah, it's a great organization. It sucks that they didn't value me as high as I I, yeah, I really want to go there still. No, you're going to walk away going, yeah, no, they didn't know what they were talking about. A bunch of basketball guys think they could just pay somebody a lesser amount. I'm Ben Johnson, damn it. And I love Ben Johnson. I'm not saying anything negative, but don't let that story influence you. There's two sides to every story. And it's quite arguably this guy thought he could get everything he wanted, and he can't yet. So he's going back to Detroit, and and just because they, just because Ben Johnson didn't work, don't think that Kingsbury is going to end up, end up being second best. Kingsbury is a perfect fit for this offense, and all these Kingsbury haters out there—it's rooted in Niner hate. Uh, didn't you notice the the first negative comment today about Kingsbury came from Niners? The the, yeah. the 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 follower in the chat niners <laughs> that's who said it i've told you before it's rooted in fandom blinders are on everywhere and negativity that you read left and right about kingsbury is coming from division rival fan bases that hate kingsbury it's coming from niner fans it's coming from rams fans it's coming from people that wanted to hate the cardinals and kingsbury and they absolute they absolutely 100 percent have no clear vision on it it's all rooted in a bunch of oh we we unfolded like you ask a, a Niner fan about Jalen Hurts they'll tell you he he unfolded that they figured him out like it's it's just the nature of it you know you ask uh I don't know you could go into any division you could go into any division and have this conversation. The The Rams and Niners used to have that kind of bad blood, where was like, everything was so bad. Stafford this, it was so bad. Oh, they're going to get you know, worked over here. But it's like, it, it's like every time you hear somebody say something about Kingsbury, and I'm not saying there aren't some people that just don't like them that are just all football-based, but it's usually rooted in a whole bunch of fandom. Constant what do you think it's going to take for them to –
1: Trade up for Kingsbury to get Caleb because it. I've heard that from some places that it's going to take like multiple first round picks.
0: Yeah, I mean, it depends on the pick you give back. If you're giving back the three pick and you're New England or you're Washington at the two, and you're giving the two pick, then it's a lot different. But keep in mind, last year no, it I've was that it, about Washington. Oh, Washington.
1: It's going to take like multiple. Well, not, not, it can't per be like multiple. It can't be per second or something. Yeah,
0: it'd be some like seconds and maybe, I, I mean, so think about last year moving from what was it nine to one was a cost of first, future first rounder. That, that was a, that was definitely a, a, a load on, on, on paper. We'll see how it ends up where the picks go with the Chicago pick, the Carolina pick. Um, but I, I wouldn't shock me if they they wanted, I I can't I can't imagine for one one slot you would give up a future first rounder, but it's not multiple, bro. In, in a multiple picture, like yeah, that's yeah a what couple, I was thinking. couple couple seconds, yeah. I mean, I got to get your guy. You got to get yeah. your guy.
1: And yeah. Caleb might not even May might
0: go one like. Yeah, May May's gonna climb a lot. Might, JD. Yeah. People need to remember it's just like politi- politics, bro. Um, people get, get, uh, um, uh, fatigue. They get, uh, fatigue on the top guy, the top candidate for president. You you just get burned out, you know, and then, then a new face pops in and you're like, whoa, 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 who's this? And you just want to get, you just want to get behind the change. Right. Um, just to mix it up. Like sometimes you don't even know much about the person and and it, it just, it just happens in politics. Same thing here. It's very similar to politics. It's like you you hear Caleb, 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 Caleb. Even teams, you hear Caleb, Caleb, and Drake May goes out and throws a bunch of raindrops in his uh, his combine, and Caleb interviews bad and also is shaky during his combine and wants to to redo it. <laughs> like that scenario yeah. right there. Shaky scores, shaky interview, um, and and let's say May goes out and just throws missiles. All of a sudden, May's the number one overall pick. Like It's it's not that crazy. Just because you have this long-standing, um, constant, 100% Caleb news, he's the number one overall pick, doesn't mean squat when it comes down to the NFL draft player movement. Everybody thinks they know everything. And a lot of people, including me, I'm guilty of this too, we make a lot of our comments and predictions based on what we think. And what our logic is. And sometimes you get even confused. Like even I will sit here and tell you what I think. And then sometimes I'll go, "But Will the team do it? I don't know. You know, and you'll see me. Like that's the nature. There's two different angles everything we're talking about. Absolutely two different angles. 1,000% two different angles to every single thing we're talking about. We start talking about the Atlanta Falcons need to go get Justin Fields for a second freaking rounder. Will they do it? Maybe zero chance. I don't know we don't know should have Lamar Jackson been grabbed by four or five teams when he was franchise tagged for the lower tender two se- two first round picks every team that yeah. needed a quarterback should have went after him not one did not one did yeah it's crazy so i it, it, look there's a lot of there's a lot of conjecture there's a lot of educated guessing but it's educated guessing mixed with what mixed with what I think mixed with what I'm hearing that like no one can predict this, this thing fully and again there's two ways to look at it I I could give every time I talk about the NFL draft I could literally put two boards up Smitty's thoughts and what Smitty thinks will happen those are two di- totally different things every single time and I can't really digest both of them at the same time and give you both angles so you will hear me say something that, that might not even come close to happening. And I don't feel bad about it because it's, it's me yeah. a lot of the time telling you what I want and what should happen. You know, what should happen. The New England Patriots should. What should happen? I'll tell you what should happen. The Washington <laughs> Commanders should give up a second, two for, two second rounders, whatever, for Justin Fields and draft Marvin Harrison Jr. Will they? Probably not. The New England Patriots should trade. A second rounder, two second rounders, four fields, and draft Marvin Harrison Jr.? Will they do it? Probably not. Arizona Cardinals should take Marvin Harrison Jr. Will they do it? I hope to God. I don't know. The Cardinals screw up every draft, so I'm not ultra excited. The Chargers should draft Marvin Harrison Jr. Will they? Probably not. Maybe. You never know. The Giants should move on from Danny Dimes and not throw up more Good after bad. They're just going to throw a whole season away. And, and, and the contract that Danny Dimes has is going to force them to go down that road. They should move on and draft J.D. 5. That's what they should do. Will they? Probably not. Tennessee, Levis ain't it. When's the last time you saw a quarterback with cannons on his arms? When's the last time you saw a quarterback that was ripped up like, like a like a gym rat? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that's the only thing. I don't remember. Yeah. But I'm saying, is anybody, can anybody give me a ripped quarterback? Tell me, somebody tell me anybody. No. Hershey Manning. Well, in the NFL. Cause, <laughs> cause he, cause, cause, uh, because, uh, Levis was in college too. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm being honest. There might be a quarterback. Do you think of like, I don't know how Jeff George's arms looked, you know, I'm talking about can like this guy takes pride in having missiles on his arms. I'm just saying, like, it, it's 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 skinny arms. Look at Patrick Mahomes. That's the Patrick Mahomes' body style is the pristine physical male condition. <laughs> that's what that's what a quarterback looks like. That's how you that's how you're supposed to look. Uh I don't know. Uh anyways, Levis um let him play his whole year, says Josh. <laughs> Josh, I'm just joking around. But do I do did did I think that Levis was anything to to write home about? No, um, I I don't, and so I don't feel impressed. Uh, maybe Lamar's got some guns, but they're not like he's not like a this guy takes pride in being like a you know mu- muscle man, muscle arms. I'm just I'm joking with you. Who is that, Josh? Have a, have a little. This is an entertainment show at the same time, Josh. Relax. I'm um-
1: yeah, I, there I isn't look, really a quarterback that's that jacked. I mean, Cam Newton's pretty jacked, but well, he doesn't have legs like Cam Newton.
0: Uh, anyway, my whole point was I'm just jo- I'm mainly joking on that. Like, could a quarterback have guns and be yeah? But I'm just saying it. It he's I. It's just some. It's just a funny piece. I'm not a Titans fan, Smitty, but I'd like to see him start a full year. Sure, I I, I fair enough, uh, Josh, but. I don't think he's the answer anyways. Like, that's my take walking into the the 2023 NFL draft. I could be wrong on that. I could be wrong. I mean, like I always say, and I'll always say this, I'll always combat my own scouting profile of somebody and say that nobody saw Tom Brady coming. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Like, someone might have liked, like the, the Patriots liked him, but even when injury occurred and they had to throw him in, they didn't know. It wasn't like he showed all this in practice and they're like this guy's coming and he's going to light the league on fire. No one knew. No one truly knew what he was going to do. And Kurt Warner, all these examples, Kurt Warner was rejected over and over and over. He was even re- rejected by the Rams and only Vermeil was the only one that believed in him and gave him a shot, you know, when Trent, when, uh, uh, Trent Green went down. But my whole point is what should the Tennessee Titans do? draft jd5 what will they do um i mean they they could take bowers uh, I, i'm not well no not bowers i mean uh they could take uh, neighbors i don't know they they probably want to give levis some weapons to see what he can do look Le- levis gets neighbors maybe we have a conversation I'm willing to be open-minded about that. He gets neighbors. Maybe I'll like Levis a little more. Levis did show some promise last year. At times, I just don't know how much I believe him to be a top-like fantasy guy. Like, could he be good enough for neighbors? Yeah. Like, am I am I a hundred percent gonna be drafting the Atlanta Falcon quarterback? No. So there are two different things going on, right? If you get Russell Wilson in Atlanta. We're drafting L- London to the moon. We're drafting Bijan to the moon. We're drafting Kyle Pitts to the moon. Are we starting on a fantasy team, Russell Wilson, in Atlanta? Probably not. He's probably a backup quarterback. Maybe we're happy about that. But that you got to understand the difference. So, like, is Levis capable of lingering in the NFL for 10 years? Sure. I just don't think he's, like, are you winning a Super Bowl is kind of my context of thinking. Like, is Levis the guy? No, J.D. 5 is, and he's sitting right in front of you. That's kind of my point, um, Josh. It's not that I don't think Levis can do something. Um, wouldn't shock me if the Titans got Bowers says Josh. Yeah, Titans could go. I mean, man, uh, honestly, the 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 two smartest picks for the for the Chargers are Bowers and Marvin Harrison Jr. If Marvin Harrison Jr. goes four to the Cardinals. If I'm in charge of this number five overall pick and I'm a a Charger decision-maker, the lone decision-maker, I'm taking Bowers. I'm taking Brock Bowers and giving him to my quarterback. Yeah. All right, Theo, anything else, bro? No, that's it. All right, appreciate you, man. Later. There you have it. There you have it. The Giants uh what's this Giants buried their own grave yeah (sighs) Giants definitely made their own bed bro made their own grave made their own bed however you want to look at that absolute uh travesty what's going on there Giant if you're a Giants fan you gotta be you gotta be a little bit disappointed you know you gotta be a little bit disappointed with where your franchise is going and, and the worst part is and I always say this, you're going into a cul-de-sac thinking there's an exit. Like When when you have Danny Dimes, and, you're, and tell me if you're a Giants fan, tell me you don't feel this way. Going into 2024 feels like <laughs> 2025 is literally down the road here, and 2024 is going into a cul-de-sac. You know you're going into the cul-de-sac to just turn around, come back out to right where you're standing right now, and you know it. The team doesn't know it. You know it. In order to go to 2025, you got to go through this waste of a time season. Go in, turn around, and come right back in. There's no way out over there. There's no way out with Danny Dimes. Zero. It's You might as well just take JD5 and say, we screwed up. But they won't. They probably won't. I don't think they will. And the worst part is I love Dable. I think, you know, sculpting a quarterback is his thing, and they got this one wrong. You know, and that sucks for him. Because I really would love to see Dable mold and sculpt the next quarterback. Because I think he's capable of doing it. Um. Anybody else has a phone call dialing? Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Don't forget, underdog fantasy promo code Smitty will double your first deposit up to one hundred dollars if you would like to draft with me Monday through Friday. Do it live, do it live, do it live, Monday through Friday. Um, Oh, actually not Monday through Friday. Seven days a week. I kind of don't know when we're drafting. The show's Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Sorry, I'm a little out of it today. Got very little sleep last night. Uh, Team should take Harrison this season and then get Manning Jr. two to three years. Um, Not a bad idea there, Jacob. Asher, when are you... I keep forgetting your Asher, Jacob. When are you going to call and leave another rap for me? You and, you and Rockout will go back and forth, bro. Where am I taking Kelsey and best ball, says XDS. It's a great question, bro. I, I face that dilemma every time I do a draft. Uh, fourth round. Fourth round. I don't believe he'll retire. And I think fourth round is pretty good. I don't know that I do it every time I do it in like one out of 10 leagues, one out of maybe two out of 10 leagues. If I'm feeling frisky, it's pretty decent value. It's pretty, it's pretty solid. I'm tuned in. All right, Jacob, send me a, send me a, uh, some sort of, uh, send me a Bijon rap, Jacob. Or not a rap. I mean, a song. I think you do more like classical. Right, uh, rock out does more rap. You do more like rock or classical. We uh, need we need a, we need a Bichon, uh tribute, bro. I cry my eyes out as a kid both times. fits. he says, you talking about the Eli Manning besting Tom Brady? I still feel like that's that didn't happen. That's a, that proves we're in a simulation. There's no way that really actually happened. Someone just programmed that in our head, and we're like, why someone, that was someone? That almost gives it away that it's a simulation. What a dumb. What a dumb fake memory to program into my head that Eli Manning bested Tom Brady. You know, owned him. Yeah, what happened to freestyles, rock out, and Asher? I don't know. Asher just stopped sending them. Asher, send me one, bro. Uh, we will. We we might only go the hour hour and ten hour and fifteen minutes today. Come back because we'll be doing the. We got to do a Rumble show. We'll probably do a Dynasty show. We have super chats now on the dynasty channel to the moon. We now have YouTube exclusive memberships on the dynasty channel to Saturn. So, uh, if you guys, anybody wants to sign up right now and be one of the very, very first, I can drop that link for you right now. Um, our very first ever, um, member of the YouTube. Let me see if I can, I can save this here. Our very first member of the YouTube exclusive membership on the Dynasty Channel, of course, was Perps. He hit that thing right away. Perps is a monster. But if anybody else would like the link to become a YouTube exclusive member on the Dynasty Channel, this will be um, one of the. You'll be. I'll actually call out who I see, and you can be. I'll. I'll tell you. You can. You can keep your number remember you were. You know, patient one, patient two, patient three. Here's the link to the Dynasty Channel. YouTube exclusive memberships. I'm going to pin it right now. Actually, let me... It's the same link, but I'm going to reword it. So so people know when I pin it. Um, join the Dynasty YouTube memberships. Okay, there it is. And I'm going to pin that link right now in the live chat. If anybody would like to become one of the very first YouTube exclusive Dynasty channel members, all you got to do... Just click this link once I pin it. It's the most recent link I dropped right now. 112 in the chat, only 44 thumbs up, says Woods. Thank you for for mentioning that. Please hit the thumb up button on your way in or out. Appreciate you all. Okay, now I've pinned the message, I believe. There it is. YouTube memberships on the Dynasty channel become one of the very first. Uh, I'll refresh and call anybody out. Purps is number one. He's patient zero. Patience here. DeBolt. DeBolt. Keep in mind you're number two, bro. So Purps is one. We'll call him one. Purps is one. DeBolt is two. Those are the first two ever Dynasty YouTube exclusive members. Appreciate you both. DeBolt and Purps doing it live. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'll keep refreshing throughout. Sick Nasty number three. Keep your numbers. Keep your numbers. I, you could say I am number three. Sick, nasty. The you're number two. Perps, you're number one. This top ten is gonna be amazing. Who's gonna be in the top ten? Just think about it. From from here until the end of time on the channel, you could say I was in the top ten members. You know, maybe I'll even create a, uh, I'll put a shirt up for sale or whatever if anybody wants to buy it. <laughs> just, just put it, put it at the lowest price possible. You're just basically paying for their their costs or whatever to drop ship it. But I'll create it. it says I'm one of the 10. <laughs> the Dynasty 10. Uh, XDS, appreciate you. Fitzy, appreciate you. Uh, Travis, what's up? My boy Travis in the building. Thanks for moderating. Sick Nasty, moderator in chief. Travis Rowe, moderator in chief. Um, Space Ricky, moderator in chief. Blackbeard, moderator in chief in the building. Appreciate you. New coat. Yeah, it's a new coat. I don't have these up for sale yet. I was testing this out. It's This one's nice. This one's a really, really nice coat. I've got, I've got a couple other things in line. i got a garage shirt. It's pretty sweet. I'm just testing some things out, some products. But as of right now, anybody wants some merch, you just go to thefantasyfootballshow.com slash merch. It should be down below. All right, let me see if I can. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refresh the Dynasty channel and see who's a, a YouTube exclusive member. All right, guys, we're about out of here. Um, I will see you all. Anybody wants to become a YouTube exclusive member, please click that link that's pinned right now. That's for the the Dynasty channel. We'll go live on the Dynasty channel tonight. Become one of the first 10 to ever get the YouTube exclusive membership. The 10 will fill up, so if you want to be one of those 10, do it now. Do it live. Do it live. Maybe I'll put you on the unicorn board. You know, when we hit that unicorn board, like the top 10, I'll, I'll, I'll show them right there. Javante next season, I'm not a big fan of Javante's situation, it's not that I don't love Javante, you know I do, but good god man, they didn't use him at all properly, kind of pissed me off how they used him, so I don't know how I feel about Javante, uh, because the situation is tied to player, so you know, it sucks, it is what it is, Uh, but man, am I excited about Bijan Robinson, am I excited about this Atlanta Falcons Uh, coaching staff. Am I excited about the direction of the Atlanta Falcons? Am I excited about the NFL draft and what could end up happening for the Atlanta Falcons? Um, Victor became a YouTube exclusive member on this channel. Victor, appreciate you. Um, Just so you know, what we're talking about was the dynasty channel, but I'm plenty happy to have you as a YouTube exclusive member on this channel too. So Victor to the freaking moon, Victor, let's send you to the moon for becoming a YouTube exclusive member on this channel. Appreciate you. Uh, if you want to become a dynasty member, you click that link up above on the dynasty channel. I think that yeah, that link I gave is the dynasty one. Okay, it's making sure. Um Thanks to Balt, appreciate you. Super chats will be available on there too, so Perps drops a a, a twenty watt before we you know, on, on that channel if I do go live before the well I guess i d I'm not asking anyone to drop the hundred. If anybody drops a hundred after eleven PM Eastern, I sound the horn off no matter what. Family's already approved. Miss Smitty got her new iPhone upgrade today. She's happy as can be. She can't say anything. But I did agree agree that we do twenty dollar haulers. Fire the the horn off. Any twenty dollar hauler gets a horn shot. A little toot. A horn toot. Double toot. Doot toot and if uh Anybody drops at 11 p.m. It shifts over to $100 haulers, just so I can manage, you know, so I, somebody doesn't get, you know, has to sleep on the couch or in the studio, you know. So she agreed, $100, upgrade my iPhone, and I'll let you blast that horn anytime someone drops a $100 hauler. <laughs> I had to negotiate. I couldn't keep the $20 number past 11 p.m. Eastern. It just didn't make sense. Um, and I chug a glass of water. When I do it. Because I needed to give something back. I couldn't just say. Oh the price of the $100 hauler. $20 hauler. What's the difference? Well you're waking up the family. That's. Some people get gratification in that. But I'll also chug a glass of water. While I do it. Um, so get ready for that. Bijan Robinson season. Is upon us. Look at this man. Look at this man. In the eyes. He's going to do it for you. And he's going to do it well. Hi. My name is B. John Robinson. I like long walks on the beach. And, well, I also like scoring. We might just have to have a Drake London animation as well. I will see you all tonight on not only Rumble, but also on the Dynasty channel, which is now monetized, and we'll be doing it live. Appreciate you all. Live Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday. Thank you. Uh, who, who, it was Victor Victor G. becoming a YouTube exclusive member. Appreciate you. Thank you to DeBolt. Uh, DeBolt, sick, nasty, super fish. I'm sorry. I messed up. Purps is number... One, Debalt's number two, Superfish is number three, Sick Nasty is four. I apologize, Sick Nasty, I think I told you you were three. Superfish is three. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. This is the order, I'm looking at it right now. I don't know, maybe it showed it to me differently. I don't know, but this is the order, an exact order in which you guys appeared. So I, I, I apologize, Sick Nasty. Sick Nasty, if you already tattooed I am number three on your arm, can we turn it into a, can we turn it into a four? Uh, in order from bottom to top, it went perps, it went to bolt, it went super fish, it went sick nasty. Hopefully, he didn't get his tattoo fully fully embedded. Those are the first four uh, YouTube exclusive members on the Dynasty channel because we just got monetized. This is the main channel. This is not the Dynasty channel. This is the main channel right here. But on the Dynasty channel, which is link is in the description, and I pinned the the... The link to get become a YouTube exclusive member these are the first four I will see you all tonight appreciate every single one of you okay it's confusing now because now Blackbeard slipped in I don't know let me see let me see last updated Whoa, hold on a second <laughs> I don't know blackbeards now a member and it's showing a different order okay here's this is all I can do I can guesstimate I can guesstimate the order I'm uh, <laughs> why is it a different order now I even sorted by last updated and it put sick nasty too. <laughs> Sick like nasty! Call off the tattoo for four. It's showing you is two now. Here's what I think. I, I'm pretty sure the bolt was number two. I'm pretty sure, but it doesn't matter. You guys are the one, two, three, four, five. You're a hundred percent the top five. With purpose being number one, I can't guarantee who went first. Because the way it's loading, it's weird. I think the bolt was two though. I think Superfish was four. I think Sick, Na- Sick Nasty was three. And I think Blackbeard was five. That's my guess. But these are your first five. I I can guarantee that because I'm refreshing again. And I know for a fact that those are the top five. I just don't know the order. Those are your top five. Our first ever five. YouTube exclusive Dynasty members. Link is in the pinned in the live chat. This is the main channel, so that's a different channel. But I put the link in the chat. These are our top five. Uh, our first five. You've just been Smitty approved. Thank you to my top five. Overall, first ever Dynasty exclusive members on the Dynasty channel. Do it live. See you all tonight. Brees Hall is eight foot tall. He will always answer the mother freaking call. Don't let him fall. In the third, don't stall. Just give Batman the freaking football. He's Breeze. He's Breeze. He does a whole of a job. A whole of a job. A whole of a job. Brees Hall, please report to the moon. Be back very, very soon for a Dynasty and Rumble show. Catch you all on the flip side. Thank you very much. Get breezed.